Hello. Hello, and welcome, welcome to, to Sex, sex time. time. Oh, I didn't get any of the uh, hold music, so you just popped on unexpectedly. That's uh, that's my way. That's my style. Are you quieter than normal, or am I not volumed up all the way? I don't know. I am outside walking. That sounds better. Hi, Badger. How are you? Hey, Kelly. I'm fine. Good. I've had a trying evening. I knew that when the rains came, I would get ants. And I saw a few ants this morning before I left for work. So I knew I was going to have to get some stuff to deal with that. And I came home and it was like, I felt like dirty. (laughs) I felt like, so, you know, um, last week when I had my... um, Oh, the last time I recorded was right after I had my car accident, whatever, rear-ended, whatever. Um, turns out that I had a concussion. Um, I was feeling all sorts of stupid and can attest that I wasn't really on my game with the verbal skills. Um, I went to the ER and they do some intake questions when they triage you. And one of them was like, uh, is there any reason we couldn't call your home? Another is like, are you in any trouble with the police? Another was like, do you have a you know, any insects infest- infesting your home? And I'm like, oh, no, of course not. Now I can't say that. <laughs> now I why, can't. Why did they ask you that? I think that they're trying to assess if your living conditions are dangerous or you might be exposed to some, like, um, pathogens or things like that. Oh, makes sense. I mean, I think they have to ask everybody that. But I was like, how dare you? I'm wearing an ID badge of the place here. <laughs> I- yeah, but to be fair... I wear that badge also. You're not dirty. I'm slovenly. I think that's different than being like a a danger to yourself and others. Yesterday, an avocado pit bounced off of an egg carton that was in the trash can. And it rolled away and I didn't pick it up. One time I was cleaning my kitchen and wedged underneath the counter for God knows how long was a plum. <laughs> I don't know how. It is dark purple and my kitchen is almond colored. I straight up didn't see a plum. It was real nasty. It was bad. Well, we all have our deficiencies. I have a, so many working on it at least my kitchen is like basically clean now there are still some ants but i put out so many traps for them but you know maybe they'll take a hint but yeah take a hint and die you know i didn't want to have to kill them in a way they're helpful like they're cleaning up crumbs and stuff i don't like i don't want to kill things but i want them out of my house yeah dried peppermint oil I actually use that in my cleaning. I have a spray bottle with uh, water, distilled vinegar, and peppermint oil. And that's what I wipe my counters down with. So I'm hoping that'll help plus all the poison. Yeah. Poison. Yeah. I tried cinnamon one year. This happens every year. I tried cinnamon around all the, like, um, the edge of the counters and by the power outlets. They come in through the power outlets, which is, like, really unnerving. Um, so I tried cinnamon everywhere because allegedly they don't like to walk on it. And all it did was like stain things. <laughs> so I just like can't win. This is my perpetual battle. 
So you're outside For again. For me, it's flies. Yeah, flies are hard too. And every now and then, you know, you just have to put fly paper up and let it get gross. I have another plum story. Okay. Do you, were, were you in touch when I was living in Goose Hollow? No, not really. So I was living with a girl who I worked with, um, and it was like college housing. And she moved out at one point, and she took most of her stuff, but she did a really bad job. And she, like, left a bunch of shit, so we had to clean it all out. And I reached up into the shelf. These the shelves were above a counter that was kind of like a pass-through. So it was between the kitchen and the hallway. It was kind of like an open cabinet thing. And I reached up, and there was a plastic bag. I'm like, oh, what's this? And it was a bag of rotting plums. <laughs> and a swarm of fruit flies came out, like, like biblical. <laughs> well, I need to stay the fuck away from plums. Yeah. So good, though. I love stone fruit. They're kind of tart. I do. I, I'll, I'll have a plum now and then, but I much prefer of the stone fruits. Cherries are definitely my favorite. Peaches are my favorite. I do like peaches as well, but the farmer's market had some amazing peaches. I always bought too many to eat on my own, and then I shared them, and I liked it. Oh, that's nice. I would just make them into jam. <laughs> <laughs> I have a, I have jam in my freezer right now that I made from the end of the season's peaches and some strawberries I had left. So I need to do something with that jam. Put it on pancakes. That's actually what I was thinking of doing. I fr- I froze it into ice cube trays, so it's in a it's in a baggie of in cube form, so it's kind of pre portioned. Weird way to. It's fine. Well, that way, well that way I only take out as much as I actually need at a time. Otherwise, if I thaw the whole thing of jam, I'm stuck with a pint of jam. Welcome to sex time. Only one person. The jam pints podcast. I'm only one person. <laughs> Uh, any, anything else going on with you? I feel like there's a lot and I can't think of any of it. I'm, uh, still training for that half marathon that I just blindly said I'd do. That's the one this winter? Yeah, that's in a month. Oh, shit. Yeah, oh, shit. (laughs) So I... God, I'm sorry. (laughs) <laughs> I, I torqued my calf a little bit on Sunday, so that's why I'm actually walking mm. and not running these five miles. Oh, jeez. How long have you been outside? Uh, 45 minutes. Okay, so you've probably got a couple miles down. Yeah, I'm halfway done. I just hit the halfway point. Ex- Excellent. Okay. Speaking of Jeff... He texted me. He somehow remembered that over two years ago, I borrowed the office tape measure without asking, (laughs) never brought it back, quit. Then he gave me an Apple Watch (laughs) and I forgot all about the tape measure. He texted and said, am I remembering right? (laughs) You stole my tape measure. How did he remember that? I don't know, but he remembered that he forgot to um, confiscate my office key until like a month ago. (laughs) So like I could have gotten into his office at any point between when I quit, which was at the end of last year. And like, actually, I guess it was in the summer that he remembered, but it was like, it was a considerable amount of time. (laughs) I guess like Jeff is kind of um, oblivious to things that are right in front of him. So he just has to like marinate on it a while. 
I mean, this is a person who multiple times I saw just sort of like pacing around. And I'd look at him and say, your keys are in your car. You left them in your car. (laughs) And that's where they were. Uh, Tell everyone about the seltzer. (laughs) Which time? Um, I guess he was like. Who's drinking all this seltzer? <laughs> yeah, I'd been working there for months, and he's buying these 24 packs of plain, like, generic seltzer. And I was just openly drinking his seltzer that he never said, oh, this is for the office. And it was months before he was like, are you drinking this? I feel like it's going away so fast. Didn't, weren't you drinking it in front of him and yeah. denying it at the, like, the same time? To be yeah. fair, if it was supposed to be just his seltzer, it should have been in his office and not in the break room. Even if it was in his office, that wouldn't have mattered to me. No. One time, um, Badger and I had to break into his office. because We had the keys. Well, I had a key, too. But, like, we kind of broke in. Because, so, the it was the blurch last year, not this year. I accidentally, instead of printing out the parking pass, I printed out... <laughs> I printed out the confirmation that I bought a parking pass, (laughs) which I think could have sufficed, but whatever. So we had, we're leaving like Friday afternoon after work to drive up to Seattle. That is north of where I live. Badger gets to my house, sees what I have printed and goes, God damn it. (laughs) So we have to drive 10 miles south because that's the only printer I can think of. And we go into Jeff's office log in print the thing it's like six or seven at night and did you text jeff or post it on, i think you posted it on facebook. i posted it on facebook a selfie of us in his office like at his and, desk <laughs> yeah and like tagged his business mm-hmm. and all he said was don't take my stapler this he, a year from now he'll be like hey you know when you broke in my office that was kind of messed up he has, like, delayed onset responsibility. <laughs> Remember at your birthday party a couple years ago, we were watching Lord of the Rings. He and Rachel and the kids came in. Uh-huh. And after a while, Jeff said, did I bring my coffee in here? And I said, no. And you said, did you even watch them come in? And Jeff and I both said, I don't need to. I just know Jeff. <laughs> She doesn't need to. She just knows me. <laughs> Jeff's one of the best. I feel I like met... that laid some groundwork for uh, one of the managers I support today. Yeah, maybe. I met Jeff um, when we were doing debate in college. And I, our friend, you know Gail. Yeah, you're friends with Gail. Yeah. Um, Gail and I were partners at the time. And um, we were doing terribly. And Jeff was our judge. And he was just sitting in the back rolling his eyes at us. And that's when you thought Jeff was so cool. Yeah, everybody thought Jeff was so cool and such an asshole. And now we know he's just, he's just a forgetful dad. <laughs> Every once in a while, I turn to Badger and say, remember when we thought Jeff was cool? And she just dissolves. <laughs> well, you know, we never thought that. Well, remember when, like, people thought Jeff was cool. Yeah, pe- just the fact that people thought Jeff was cool was hilarious. I think I would say, remember when Jeff was cool? Because he was. I mean, you have to admit, like, compared to a lot of our debate brethren, like, Jeff was in a band. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was different. <laughs> mm. His ears are going to be burning. 
yeah, right where the the gauges were. <laughs> Speaking of burning, we have a Sex in the City episode that involves firefighters. Yay! Yeah. Also, I'm not in charge of engineering the episode. No, but I would suggest pretty strongly that you just cut out a bunch of this whole introduction when we just ramble on about people that nobody else knows. If anybody listens, they don't don't know Jeff. Jeff, No one knows Jeff. Um, And maybe just put in a, a little voiceover of, we just talked about this man named Jeff. He's a very hapless man and we love him. I don't want to do that because this episode goes out tomorrow morning and I have more ants to sweep up tonight. I'm going to start recording these on my phone. Really? Yeah. Yeah, just to have some editing capability. You know, go for it. Because I didn't think I really realized how much of an investment this was. (laughs) Are you just trying to delay talking about sex in the city? No, we can can talk about sex in the city. I didn't particularly want to talk about jam pints. We only talked about Jeff so much because it's funny. Just the conversation goes where it goes. Oh my God, Kingsley's keeps hitting me with his wet nose, and I'm gonna kill this cat. <laughs> I'm not really gonna kill him, but I've got wet nose prints all over my arm now. Sex in the city. What can we say about this show? This is a show about four women that continue to be one-dimensional and terrible. I, for one, don't know why everyone hates Steve so much. He seems like the most normal person. Who hates Steve? I I got the idea that just everyone hates Steve. Mm. Because we took that BuzzFeed quiz and you're like, ooh, we both got Steve. Yeah, because Steve is a character that continues to be present um and i thought it was just kind of fun that would be a character that you get to know i don't remember ever hating steve but let's rewind a little bit so we're at the first episode of season three and uh this is called where there's smoke dot 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 and um the the premise is they go to like a firefighter auction which i have been to one of i've been to a firefighter event in uh, Portland. Um, and this was kind of sort of accurate. <laughs> but anyway, they go to Staten Island and it's like a firefighter thing. And they kind of talk about like people's fixations on firefighters afterwards. Samantha goes home with one who's, you know what he reminds me of on 30 Rock? The sex idiot. Oh yeah, Ryan Lochte. Yeah, he's, he's like kind of dumb, but hot. Or I guess in Samantha's eyes, not my type. And I'm like, oh, it's a sex idiot. (laughs) 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 It's the person who you admit they're they're, they're just a little dumb, but they're good in bed. So what of it? Um, So they talk about it and Charlotte gets hella drunk. And the next morning she's hungover. They're talking about this. And she, in her drunken, hungover state, admits that the whole fixation is because women want to be rescued. And everyone's like, a taboo. You don't say that. And so that's the exploration of themes in this episode is do women want to be rescued? Yes, it's all very insulting. 
to everybody involved. So, um, Charlotte, what is, oh, she starts seeing a, a guy who is reminiscent of Eric Trump. Um, yeah, that's, that was unfortunate look, uh, like a slick back hair and kind of an inbred white person look to him. More of a chin than situation. the other one. A chin situation. Yeah. yeah so uh, they're at a bar and she's like, I, it's fine. It's time for me to get married. I'm going to meet men. And a guy. She, want, she wants a white knight. Yes. Um, which I guess means something different. It's not that kind then... of white knight. <laughs> not like modern white supremacist times. This is the past when there wasn't white supremacy. <laughs> Um, so they're at a bar and this guy approaches, it's, it's Charlotte and Carrie and he's like, Hey, you want a drink? Blah, blah, blah. And she's like, thank you. And he's kind of persistent. And, um, the guy that she had eyes on comes over and he's like, leave those ladies alone. And then eventually like they kind of like get in a fight, but she thinks that's a valiant. So she agrees to go on a date with him. Yeah. They, she's talking about literal knights and the the guy the blonde white wizard um <laughs> grand dragon grand wizard is <laughs> named arthur oh i didn't even think about that really no it's I pretty heavy-handed well as i've mentioned before i'm not that smart yeah <laughs> You can't even disagree with me. <laughs> um, but they go they go out to something and the, um, they go to like lunch and the guy sitting behind Charlotte at his table pushes his chair back into hers and the guy's like, are you going to apologize to her? Blah, blah, blah. And eventually gets into another fight and Charlotte realizes this guy is just like roided up or something and he just wants to fight people. Yeah. Um, Samantha, so she just like leaves the restaurant. <laughs> Uh, Samantha continues to see the firefighter, uh, thinking there's going to be some sort of fantasy element of, like, all these hot men who put out fires all day. Um, she goes to the firehouse dressed in, like... What is with early aughts, late 90s clothes? What was that? It looked like a truffula tree. It was just so blue and so fluffy. Um, and they end up like having sex on the actual fire truck and she starts putting on this guy's gear and she's like, why is it just sitting here like this? And he's like, cause it's gotta be ready to go at any time. <laughs> and, uh, a fire happens and she's in this guy, she's naked basically in this guy's uniform and he like starts screaming at her to get out of it. And she's just left naked after the, uh, She's wearing, like, panties, but she's basically left naked as the truck leaves. And, like, she's visible to passersby in her naked shame. (laughs) She was so disappointed when she came in and the firemen were just, like, watching TV and eating group chili. And mostly looked like dads. But, I mean, they were, they seemed really nice. One, like, immediately passed her some chips. Mm -hmm. And she was not in not there for that no um miranda is still like kind of friends with benefits with steve in this episode and she's gonna get lasik and she doesn't want steve to be the one who helps her because they're not really like a thing right now and he's like but i'm offering and she's like yeah but we don't really know where we stand 
Um, he doesn't really push it, so Carrie's going to be the one that she goes to. But she goes to get LASIK, and Carrie, who seems to be phenomenally bad at managing her time, uh, can't make it. So Carrie gets Steve to take care of her. And Steve is, like, 100% in, and he, like, totally takes care of Miranda. So uh, she really does get kind of rescued by a guy, uh, most literally of all of the people in this episode. And and you've got a little bit of a, um, not a soft spot, maybe, kind of like Steve. Yeah, Steve just seems like the most um, person-like. Yeah. Of all of the characters. Mm-hmm. I think he's probably, of the people we've seen so far, he's probably the most self-aware and emotionally intelligent. This is saying a lot. This is like a two-bit character that somebody dated in the last season. Mm-hmm. So, um, Miranda... Like saying, oh, you know who was really good in Wizard of Oz that actually brought some depth to the movie? Is uh, those trees that threw apples. Uh, okay (laughs) um and then uh carrie um at that firefighter thing meets another judge that's the token guy who's played by john slattery um and you told me the guy from mad men is in this episode and i said don't i was gonna say and i forgot to text you don't you mean the guy from sex in the city is in mad men (laughs) 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 Um, anyway look that's linear time I'm talking Jeremy (laughs) Barramy that's true Um, so they kind of have a connection and and and, but Carrie's like feeling really vulnerable and deciding to like take some time which like good for her because like this girl is not well Um, (laughs) she's not 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 doing too hot nope um, but he kind of keeps pushing her. Um, so what do you kind of think about his persistence? Was this crossing a line at any point? I'd, I'd say so. Yeah. I mean, she gave him an answer. Mm-hmm. She has his number. She said no. And, um, he kept taking her nose as maybes. Um, and it was very kind of, um, power play. I didn't care for it. Yeah. Cause he was running for comptroller and he asked for her address and then showed up at her apartment building yeah with voter registration forms mm-hmm. and uh then asked her to a thing and she said no and then his car shows up anyway and then carrie goes anyway yeah not in his car though she has to take a ferry to something called staten island i've taken the staten island ferry yeah it's free uh, I didn't know that. Yep, and it's a pretty good way to get a view of the, um, the the Statue of Liberty and the Manhattan skyline. And I guess people use it to commute, too. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I didn't know you could smoke on it. She definitely does. Yeah, I guess she doesn't vote also. I guess those were just the times they lived in. So, um, <laughs> yeah. Vote everybody, unless yeah, vote everybody. Unless you're Republican, yeah, unless you're gonna vote for appalling things. Oh my god, everything is so fucked up right now. It's like really super fascistly fucked up. Like things have never been 
great. And I don't think there is a point in American history that I like really want to go back to. But this is like uniquely bad. Yeah. I mean, we were in junior high-ish when 9-11 happened. What? It was my senior year of high school. Was it? Yeah. When was that? Oh, no. Yeah, it was high school. Oh, my God. You're Jeremy Bearming yourself. <laughs> yeah. My Wait. life is a Jeremy Bearme. <laughs> when were you in middle school? <laughs> we're about the same age. I know. Like, were you held back? No, I actually graduated early. Um, I think it's part of not being plugged into pop culture mm. and not having like cultural touchstones to indicate, oh, I had, I had the it haircut of that year. That's about when X was, I don't know. I've Jeremy bear me. Everybody should watch the good place. Yeah. Anyway, um, Carrie's an irresponsible person who doesn't vote. And it's still maxing out credit cards. Yeah, she's an irresponsible person. <laughs> <laughs> On shoes. Um, and despite her, uh, like, I want to take it slow because I had a bad breakup and I don't want to date anyone right now. She shows up anyway and then she says, hey, we got to take it slow. It was a bad breakup. And I'm like, oh, yeah, this guy seems like he's going to respect that. He definitely seems like your boundaries matter to him. So congratulations <laughs> on your new uh, toxic relationship. <laughs> uh, not to spoil anything, but we do see this proceed, uh, at least in another episode. I'm not sure how much longer. Hey, you never answered my question that I asked. What? Do any of the four main people sleep with each other at any point in the show? You, you told me I didn't have to answer it. You, you don't. I just thought you'd say, like, I'm not going to answer. Oh, I just straight up ignored you? Yeah. Um, I'm not going to answer. Okay. What do you want to happen? I want some of them to sleep together. Which ones? I don't care. I want to mash them together like Barbie dolls. I want it to be Samantha and Charlotte. (laughs) I want Samantha to horrify Charlotte. (laughs) Can you imagine? Yeah. Uh, you said uh, Samantha made you laugh again yeah so she slept with that fireman man and she was they were at brunch doing their cosmopolitan drinking thing and she was talking about like oh my god this guy and his cock and his penis and guess how big he was and like it's finally it seems like she's found the the goldilocks size with this man (laughs) (laughs) and not too small and not a wall of flesh (laughs) 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 and uh charlotte says like "Uh, can you stop talking like that there's a couple at the next table over and they have a kid and Samantha looked and was like, well, that's their choice. <laughs> yep. She does not give a fuck. So I, I'm becoming more comfortable with just enjoying Samantha when she has enjoyable moments. Good. I'm glad. I was hoping you'd find something to take away from this. <laughs> yep. After... So many hours watched of the thing that I've taken away is sometimes I laugh 
at one character's jokes. Hey, that's better than nothing. It's yeah, it's better than it was. <laughs> yeah. All right, shall we move to Adventure Time? Yeah, Adventure Time, where they actually have like shining knights in armor and stuff, but not so much the gender binary that they are so insistent upon having in Sex in the City. Mm-hmm. So, will you like? To, would you like to describe these episodes? Oh yes, I would. <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> Uh, the first one was Apple Thief. It's not one of my favorite episodes. It It's really dense and they pack a lot in. And <clears throat> Tree Trunks is the main character. And she's, she's just so kind of dopey in this episode. That it's <clears throat> a, l- a little hard to enjoy her. I enjoy Tree Trunks in smaller doses. Yeah, she wasn't quite as pervy as she usually is. She slapped the banana guard on the butt. Yeah, but I, she's usually a little more cheeky. Yeah, I guess she was pretty distressed. Well, so, how do we describe yeah. this in like two sentences? Um, she's so stoned that she thinks she stole her own apples that Bird stole and turns herself into the police. And in the process, Jake and and uncover a mafia ring from the from in the candy kingdom where people <laughs> call stolen jewels uh, apples and there's a amount of confusion and fisticuffs that ensues as a result yeah and they uh, befriend a pig mm-hmm. whose current job when they find him is to just eat criminals <laughs> <laughs> and they save him too so they go to the seedy underbelly of the candy kingdom and they go into this bar with like all the broken candies and they've got sort of hair stuck to them. <laughs> and if they are looking for apples because tree trunks thinks somebody like legit just stole all the apples off her trees and they have to dirty themselves up. So I think maybe this is another big reason why I don't love this episode is they go in this really gross bathroom and smudge themselves up with I'm sure I don't know what and like tie toilet paper to themselves it's probably feces and it's gross probably yeah, feces. It's, <laughs> I mean candy feces probably are pretty sterile but still <laughs> so uh, oh so, this is another indication of Jake's base criminality yeah. Yeah. is like he used to go to this bar after he'd steal purses from old ladies. And Finn, his eyes bulged, and Jake's, the whole thing is just, oh, no, man, it's okay. I didn't know it was wrong. <laughs> hey, that's a viable defense, right? <laughs> I guess so. But I feel like he probably did. And he also uh, sold stolen bikes. Yeah, but it's, you know, I don't do that anymore. I, I didn't know it was wrong. <laughs> Um, can we just talk about how while they're trying to figure out this case uh, they find the um, what's the princess that they find what's her name raggedy princess raggedy princess they find her in a pit and they just like leave her there (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's like the saddest of the princesses we we haven't really seen her before have we has she been like a side character but like 
in the bunch that maybe like the Ice King had kidnapped or something. I don't know. I'm not sure if she was one of the princesses. This might be her first appearance. I don't know. Did she come back? Yeah. Yeah. Almost all the princesses do it at some point or another in some form or another. So what would you have changed about this episode to make it a little more enjoyable? Um, I'd maybe have made Tree Trunks less stupid. Yeah, she's like getting dementia. Yeah, and she's coded as being an old pervy lady. Mm-hmm. She's just kind of confused and sad now. Yeah. So I guess that's that's the crux of what I would change. Mm-hmm. And this is maybe maybe they tried to do too much in 11 minutes with this whole whirlwind of the criminal underbelly and the pig and finding the apples and turning yourself in and Finn exonerating her. Mm-hmm. It is a lot. Pretty ambitious. Mm-hmm. I liked the opening sequence that it started out with, which oh, yeah. is Jake making a like a very elaborate soup like a ramen or something yeah ramen it's got like a poached egg on top and prawns and noodles and vegetables and herbs it just looks really good mm. <sighs> you can tell that it's probably got some fish sauce in it which i love mm. fish sauce has never been my thing i like it yes it was in like a nice elaborate um cooking sequence like a nice salty tang. But yeah, Finn doesn't want to eat that. He wants to go eat apple pie, which is how they end up at Tree Trunks in the in the first place. Yeah. Um this I was kind of excited to see Tree Trunks again, but again I was it, yeah, it was kind of uh, wasn't really living up to what I liked about Tree Trunks before. So. Yeah, Tree Trunks is great for kind of non sequiturs and maybe some one liners mm-hmm. maybe just make it awkward enough but she went like just rolling boil well anything else to say on this episode I feel like we don't have a ton on this one well yeah what do you think yeah I agree with you um, there were there were some moments that were kind of fun um, but and I, I actually kind of wish they'd explored more of the, like, seedy underbelly of the Candy Kingdom. Oh, they will. Yeah, that's that was like, oh, what is this? I'm intrigued. <laughs> Candy criminals. I like it. And then we have the creeps. Yeah. Which is kind of a clue-based episode. Yeah. Both, clue the movie. Both these episodes. I haven't seen Clue the movie. Can you believe it? It's so good. Um, I saw it at the Academy last year. I should I should watch it. Both of these episodes are kind of like mystery whodunit type of things. Um, so it's kind of um, interesting that they were back to back. But do you want to describe the premise of this one? So the creeps is Finn and Jake are summoned to a mysterious party by a mysterious host. And they're all dressed up in fancy party clothes. They get to this castle on a hill in a storm, and they there's a box, and it says, wear me, and they've got like fancy masks, 
And they both whistle like, whew. How do they the whistle? Whew. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't know what whistling into this microphone would do to our podcast. Can you? Probably break it. Okay, what up? Who cares? Like, That sounded fine. Okay. <laughs> Uh, and they go in, and Cinnamon Bun, Bimo, Lumpy Space Princess, and Princess Bubblegum are all there, also in masks and fancy party clothes. And Cinnamon Bun gets up to check on something, and there's a note stuck to his back that says, I am your host. I am a ghost. By the time this evening is over, I'll have taken over one of your bodies and killed everyone. By the time you finish reading this note. I'm going yeah. to take over bodies and start killing everyone. Yeah. <laughs> it's a fun show for children. Yeah. This episode <laughs> is like legit creepy. It's yeah. spooky, scary. It actually, this is one of my heavier rewatch episodes. And I usually watch it with the episode that we're going to watch next. Oh. Mm-hmm. Because they're both really dark. I was kind of disappointed that it was paired with Apple Thief Aww. and not From Bad to Worse. Well, that's just how it goes sometimes. I guess so. So people start dying. And it's like Cinnamon Bun gets hit by lightning or something and turns into a skeleton. So it's kind of like Mystery Train mm-hmm. when that started happening. But like the BMO death sequence was pretty upsetting. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, it looks like. Princess Bubblegum, oh, before before she died, like, they're all getting suspicious of each other, and they all decide to stay in a group, and they're trying to stay grouped around the table, and they hear Lumpy Space Princess screaming. Yes, they do. <laughs> yeah. And she's screaming, like, oh, my glob. Oh, my glob. Oh, no. It hurts. And they're getting really, like, torqued up because... There's this this pained howling. And then you hear a toilet flushing. And she just floats out of the bathroom. It's like, oh, I need to eat something. I'm all empty. Yes, Lumpy Space Princess is uh-huh. a delight. <laughs> She's wearing, like, a, I don't know, Beyonce dress. Because it's, like, got one shoulder bear and one is like a full arm it's very like what girls wore to prom when I was in high school <laughs> very red and sparkly mm-hmm. um, she's, she's got quite a bit in this episode and they've got like a size that she says when she's not even like technically quote unquote on screen <laughs> she's just... <laughs> yeah she's talking about how she and her boyfriend Brad broke up because he wanted to kiss her on the mouth <laughs> and she just wasn't ready and she doesn't know what he wants. They already agreed that she's the hottest one. So what more does he want? Look, you know, if, you, if you're not ready to kiss someone on the mouth, that's, that should be respected. Uh-huh. <laughs> she doesn't start the discussion. I think Jake asks her, like, what about your boyfriend, Brad? And she's like, oh, my God. We broke up a long time ago. God. And then Cinnamon Bun asks her out, and she just says no. And he says, but I could make you happy. (laughs) (laughs) That would be such a weird relationship. It's such a grown-up-y line from 
a half baked cinnamon bun. <laughs> uh, so she is complaining about the the lack of food and what kind of castle is this? It's like a poor people's castle. Yeah. <laughs> a ghost comes out of the wall and like sucks her into a painting. And then she's gone and there's just a little drawing of her in the painting on the wall. And then Princess Bubblegum melts. <laughs> and Jake gets also devoured by a ghost that floats through the wall. Mm-hmm. So it's just Finn all alone. Um, and I, I watched it. I'm trying to remember what happens next. So he, he's running through the house. He's trying to escape. And he gets into this room. And it starts to shake. And a crack opens up in the wall. And this green glowing blob with a, a head and like a coated as female face that's kind of smiling comes out and is looming over him and the walls start to split and the furniture starts to sort of anthropomorphize and try to eat him. Mm-hmm. And he escapes that room and finally ends up in some like observatory part of the castle where he's looking down at the seawall. Mm-hmm. And the ghost comes through the wall for him and he's super freaked out. And then it turns out it's just Lady Rainicorn in a sheet. And she's, like, half-absorbed everyone. Yeah, she's phased a bunch of people into her body. And if you look up the thing she says in Korean, after Finn says, Whoa, Lady Rainicorn, you can phase people into your body? She says, Sure, Jake and I do that all the time. Yeah. <laughs> That's like... He, I don't know. He gets her pregnant. What? You didn't tell me that. I'm not supposed to know things. Well, you don't know things. You so they give me spoilers anymore. They do that. Um, <laughs> uh, but I, but I wanted to enjoy your disgust after I said that he gets her pregnant. Yeah, it's such a like gross term too. Like she had nothing to do with it. <laughs> I want to take that out behind the middle of school and get it pregnant. <laughs> um. <laughs> And the the people who are all phased into her are like include all the guests, right? And um, Lumpy Space Princess is one of them. And she's like, yeah. she's like eyes closed, muttering about Brad. What is she saying? She's like, I'm ready for you now, Brad. I'm so ready. <laughs> um. So they um. So it turns out that the ghosts were gonna be like uh, Finn getting Jake back for what happened on the train. Um, but Jake had figured that out, and so he was going to one-up him. Which he did. Which he did, and then Finn's like, yeah, really cool how you did that thing with the one with the hair and the furniture and the room and everything, and they're like, what are you talking about? So um, the house might actually have been haunted independent of what Jake did. Yeah, and Finn says that's going in the vault, and that comes back a lot later, and it's very significant this particular instance yeah and the vault oh the vault's a thing well it's like you know like you realize Finn's seen a lot of things that a human child shouldn't have seen mm-hmm. you gotta have a way to process that trauma compartmentalize mm-hmm. 
walk it away forever. <laughs> and it's gone. Huh. I should try that with all the things that bother me. Have you not? No, I just like keep remembering it forever. Yeah. Just keep going to therapy. I went this week. Oh, good. This is the session where we finally started talking about my mother. Oh, boy, Iris. Yeah. Because uh, we've got brought up because we're starting to talk about my surgery, which is happening soon. And how, like, my mom is still convinced that, like, my foot isn't as bad as the doctor says it is. <laughs> I've seen your foot. Has she seen it? It's bad. Yeah, she's like, it's fine. And I'm like, it hurts. And she's like, I, okay, I guess. I guess it does. <laughs> it hurts a lot, mom. <laughs> I want you believe me. It hurts. So, yeah. Therapy's fun. Everyone should do it if they want to just have a light-hearted time and not have to think about things for hours and days before yeah therapy's hard I guess it's good for me though it's good for all of us and if we don't have a therapist we should probably get one if we can sounds like Finn needs a therapist who would you who would you have him go to as a therapist in this universe I honestly don't know. There's nobody really qualified. I mean, I guess Dr. Princess? Yeah. Oh, she could refer him to someone. It's got to be someone. Some good listener. Not, I think of the people who are in his immediate circle, it, it might be like Princess Bubblegum, but he's like way too close to her, so that would be weird. Yeah, maybe Bimo. Oh, Bimo, like, laid some truth on him, or on Jake, on Jake when they were going down in the basement about how, like, life is dark sometimes and you have to look for the light. And Yeah, like, when scary things happen, I know you want to find something to blame, but sometimes scary things just happen. Then Bimo dies. Yeah, it just happened. <laughs> yeah. Bimo has a little... Uh, little pearls of wisdom here and there I quite like those yeah Bimo is one of those characters that really really gets a lot of depth added Mm. so I think it's pop culture shout out time okay what what would you like to shout out I am pop culture shout outing Hilda which is a cartoon series based on a uh, imagine graphic novel or comic book type series that I hadn't heard of or read, um, but I'm now very interested in. Netflix just adapted an animated version of that, and it's done by one of the writers for Adventure Time. Hmm. It's like right up my alley. It's a girl and she's an adventurer and she loves the outside and there's all these like whimsical little spirits and it's uh it's kind of scandinavian which is not necessarily up my alley but i don't know i really like it it's pretty peaceful and it doesn't talk down to you you like some scandinavian you like huga yeah who doesn't like huga Huga season now. It is Huga season. Mm. I need my pumpkin spice Huga. 
I have an infinity scarf, but it's not quite cold enough to actually wear it. No, it's been weirdly warm and clammy. Yeah, because it's El Nino here. God. Um, my pop culture shout out is the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, which are on Netflix. Um, you missed some of the pop culture markers that we all had growing up, but did you ever watch Sabrina the Teenage Witch? I imagine your mom would not have let you watch that. Yeah, absolutely not. Um, so it's based on a um, Archie comic, which I actually didn't know until pretty recently. Um, and it's uh, set in like a sister city of like Riverdale or whatever. Um, the the TV show was a lighthearted 30 minute t- like teenage comedy. So it was like pretty PC and not like super edgy or anything. Um, the Netflix show is like straight up these witches worship literal Satan. (laughs) Um, And there's some like blood rituals and shit. Um, It is meant still for teenagers, but it is way more edgy. Um, I have some issues with it because uh, it kind of like reinforces patriarchal stuff. And also like self-defined witches are and satanists are a thing right now and neither of those things worship an actual satan right so it's a little like you know yeah witchy stuff is cool but they don't actually like love demons and stuff and there's also like a conflicted like approach to satan because they're like we hail the dark lord but demons are bad (laughs) Uh, so yeah i don't know they're kind of like having some cognitive dissonance there but it's very dark and um spoopy it was the perfect thing to watch right before halloween and i'm not going to dissect it too much as a feminist because i'm so tired (laughs) we're all feminists and we're all so tired do you see that onion article like a year or two ago or probably longer about how um, ardent feminist takes a half hour break to watch wedding show on TLC. Yeah. <laughs> that is me. I just need that sometimes. I just need it. So, all right. Shall we thank some people? Thanks, Emily. Yeah, thanks, Emily. Thanks for constantly sending us pictures on Instagram when you could just text us. <laughs> <laughs> you have both our uh-huh. numbers. Yeah. We literally have a group text that I've got in my in my message box. <laughs> you just keep sending us things and say, like, who's this? So I like a good third of our posts right now are Emily's things. Yeah, and also boobs and pets. And I think an unauthorized picture of Emily naked with a pizza I that deleted. you had to take down. I deleted it because I forgot to ask her if I could do that before I posted it and that was kind of probably like not cool of me so I apologize and I'm waiting for permission did you see the one I posted the other night that was a like telephone pole that says pubes yeah I think that was art (laughs) yeah well Emily commented on it and just said no (laughs) also I realized that my time my camera has a timer function so just imagine what I can what I can do what are you going to do I don't know, some more naked stuff or something. We should be conscious of the fact that we're using our work phones for this. Okay. Just, like, don't forget that sometimes. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, your funeral. <laughs> yep. Okay, so thanks to Emily and no one else. Good. Everyone else sucks. Actually, we got an- another comment on Instagram from, I think the name is Sierra Says. Hmm. That was like not a bot, but like, a, oh, this podcast is fun. Huh. My sister and I like these shows. Huh. I like Sex in the City and she likes Adventure Time. What? Yeah, that's the day that I texted you like, oh no, somebody else is seeing these tit photos. <laughs> um, <laughs> I thought it was just us three. And then one of my Twitter friends, he told one of his friends, excuse me, he told one of his friends like Sex in the City about our podcast. Apparently they like gave it a shot. So <laughs> sorry to everyone yeah. involved. It's not that great. Maybe when we can edit it down a little bit. Yeah, what happened to our equipment? Uh, that's that's never happening. Yeah. Let's just face it. We knew it then. We know it now. Yeah. Kind of like that we're just beholden to what we actually say and we can't term out anything embarrassing. Well, I can and I will. Fine. You do it on your phone. I'm not doing it on mine. I have better things to do. Like, okay, I'm gonna. Sweep of ants all day. As I was cleaning up the ants today, um, I was listening to a podcast called No Such Thing as a Fish, which is a like fun fact radio show put on by the British people who put on the show QI. And they're talking about animals with like unique medical maladies. And they're talking about an ant eater who was allergic to ants. <laughs> and she got swollen eyes as a result. And I felt so bad. And I'm like, oh. I'm like killing ants. I'm like, I'll avenge you. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, that's all I've got. Cool. Thanks so much for listening. You can find us on Twitter at SextimePod, on Instagram at SextimePod, on Facebook, but don't do anything there because it's a bad place. Um, and if you interact with us, we will interact back with you. Yeah, we absolutely will. Mm-hmm. Please, somebody, tell us something. Um, so until next time, I've been Kelly. And I'm still Badger. And we'll see you next time.